Matt Lautner coming to you live. Actually just got home to Adel, Iowa from a 73-day trip across America. Traveled to 24 states. Started a worldwide podcast while I was gone. No big deal. Y'all seen Johnny Gosh on the milk carton? Missing children, missing people across the USA. Well, I've got a little special treat for you tonight. And his name is Andrew Gordy Clark from Northern Ohio, up there in Willard. Andrew is a legend of the game. A legend. He's in my age bracket. He uh, used to work for Champion Hill and about a thousand other people. He actually had reserve at the Iowa State Fair with Joe Hare. What year was that, Gordy? 17, and Dalton Shanks in 19 with a full brother. There you go. There you go. You're coming strong. We have Andrew Lang from Rising Sun, Indiana. He uh, owns the Grand Champion Heifer at the 2021 Kentucky State Fair. The point of record, Andrew's cow is a style out of proven queen 419. I got that right, A.J. Rogers. I know you're listening. So, that's not to be confused with 24 carats, damn, or in another lifetime, the same thing. Our third and final guest for the night, Jim Young from Tennessee, might be coming in. But our third and most important is Kenny Neville from Tennessee. Te- Kenny, come on. How you doing, buddy? I feel like I'm surrounded by past, present, and future and always will be legends of the industry in terms of the Angus deal. You can all post all your phone numbers so, Gordy, you can be found on that on that milk box carton in terms of your old friends and buddies that want to know where you're at. Andrew, uh, I mean, you had the grand champion heifer at Kentucky State Fair this past year. You went jumpstart with her. Good job. Uh, where else did you breed that, or what else uh, bulls did you take that heifer, that female, to? Uh, that Tim Collison Alpha bull. Um, I believe they call him Alpha Male. And we did uh, Tim Schaefer's and Zane Ward's uh, Encore uh, and Brent and Brent Toll's uh, Data Bank pool. So that would be two Angus in the main? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, two Angus in the main. Trying to get a little main Angus action in there. I like your data bank call there, Andrew. Jumping right back into this deal, Kenny and Gordy, you guys probably have some of the greatest stories of all time when it comes to the Angus deal, but they need to be family-friendly. So somewhere between your 12 noon to midnight stories and no stories that happened after midnight, go! I mean, specifically, Gordy, I know, and I was joking around earlier, uh, you are one of the truly talented individuals and my age bracket in terms of getting just your ability to identify the great ones and then also to get them right, get them flipped right, get them, get them tuned in. And I'm working a little bit with a boy named Jeff Trimbach and Ricky Dixon down there in the uh, south oh, of yeah, Dayton yeah. market. Yeah. And they're all wound up. They're doing a good job, too. And uh, anyhow, I guess just give the old audience an update on what you've been up to. And, I mean, where you been the last three or four years? Come on, man. Tell me where you've been at. Just laying low, you know, try to dissolve a cow partnership that doesn't need any elaboration. Uh, yep. But just uh, don't think I haven't been paying attention watching the pulse. And uh, Give the audience your phone number. Are you available for hire? You and Kenny Neville can clip the shit out of them things. Oh, wow. <laughs> 419-834-0429. And Kenny, are you available yeah. or are you just like... Paid triple because you really don't want to go out and 
screw around with that game anymore. I got married, and I mean, congratulations, Kenny. It's the best thing ever happened to me. And I'm working for Ben Brown over by Fayetteville. We don't show any. I get out of there fairly early of an evening. We're into building houses and selling houses. Love coming home and working weekends on the houses and working with my father-in-law. It's just hard for me to get excited anymore about going to a show. You know, I guess I've mm-hmm. been to so many of them. Kenny Neville basically owned the Wisconsin State Fair from the early 2000s uh, for a very long stretch. And me and Fred Polyak thought we were something special, but we'd get our ass kicked by Kenny every year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I work with the Weigels, and the Weigels won it three times. I think we won it with the Talent family five times, I think. We had a pretty good pretty good run there for a while. I guess here's my question to you, Kenny. You can punt if you want to. Maybe go same for you, Gordy. This episode might help some people if you choose to talk about it. But, Kenny, you gave up drinking a few years back. Is that right? Yeah, I quit drinking. It's been oh, 13 years now. And it was something I needed to do, you know. And I, and I, want, to, I want to say that to all the kids out there. I mean, you know, these kids, they, they think it's cool. I'll go sit in the bar and take my friends home from the bar. It doesn't bother me. But it's not cool to just go to a cow show to drink and get drunk. You know, that's not what yeah, it's all it's not, about. It's not, a necessity. You know? it's not a necessity. It's not a necessity. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, me personally, I, and I still am, yeah, I'm an alcoholic. Once you're an alcoholic, you'll always be an alcoholic. It's something that it that's just what I am. And I got to the point I had to quit. I mean, there wasn't no choice. You were having some pretty serious health issues there for a minute, weren't you? That was five years after I quit drinking. And they all stemmed from the drinking, basically. And when I had varices in my esophagus, which are basically little blood vessels that were, they would burst and start bleeding. And once mm-hmm. that started, you know, I'd feel like garbage for, you know, maybe a week. But I never went to the doctor. I just thought, well, I'll feel better here in a few days. Well, five years, it just gradually got worse. Well, I was at the Kentucky State Fair that year. But I couldn't walk from the front of the pickup to the back of the pickup without having to just sit down and get my breath. felt literally like I was going to die. I mean, I just knew I was going to die. They carried me from the from the stalls to Gordon's car. Anyways, they took me to the hospital. I was in the hospital for seven days. And... When I got there, my hemoglobin was at a three. Now, four is you're in a coma. They finally figured out what was wrong and everything, but, you know, my liver was, my liver, my liver was only 25% good at that time. I mean, it was just eat up with cirrhosis of the liver. Uh, my kidneys were shutting down. My spleen was about totally gone. Um, and they told me after two days, they told me that a good scenario would be I'd have to be on dialysis the rest of my life and have blood transfusions because they didn't think my body would produce blood. So anyways, the grace of God, I'm still here. I'm healthy as I've ever been. Um, still never, I haven't drank since I quit. And, you know, another thing that, you know, the, the grace of God. You know, people need to more, need know more about God. I, I really believe that. It's, he saved my life. And I just love to help every kid out there that and just try and break light of it, you know, and break light of the right. fact that you can just ruin yourself. 
I'd like to uh, mm-hmm. chime in. Uh, I didn't know if y'all knew that I was in here. Jim Young. Hey, here. Jim Young. How you doing, buddy? Hey, pretty good. Hey, Jim. But, uh, Kenny, I've been watching you since I was a little kid, and I've always just thought that you were just, I mean, top-notch. I've tried to almost mimic things to do with a set of clippers or a comb or, you know, some glue or something like that. I've always admired you on how you could just, you know, change like that so fast. You bet. I mean, I appreciate that. Um, I really do. I'm sorry, guys. I, I was going to say people people can change, but you can't change people is what somebody always told me, and that's, uh, yeah. you know, thankfully you changed, Kenny, so that's why you're still here. Absolutely. You wish that you could, you know, teach young kids and stuff like that. Well, I mean, you may not know that I was watching, but by gosh, I was watching. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll second the motion about the the wishing you could teach kids there's there's something else to do but i was one of them young kids that i mean just a little bit of background on my end a lot of people that don't know me didn't know but i didn't know a cow from a bull when i was 14 years old that right i didn't know that cool wow and got started working on a farm uh just north of my house here and they used to have a club calf sale and i took to it like like a Fat kid to cake, I guess, and just never. <laughs> it became a yeah. became an interest in a in a hobby. Who was and, your Who was your local? Who got you into it, or who who uh, around there? Fickner. Willard, John, and John and Heath Fickner. Cool. Yeah. And they so yeah they would uh, they'd have a club cast sale every fall, and I was uh, the Greenhorn Wash Boy. So I didn't, and I just took you know got. Like I said, took a look to so it. So you were just like a sponge. You uh, obviously got really, really good at clipping. Did you just watch and learn, or did you? Were you like Mozart? You just sat down at the piano and you just knew how to play. No, no, I can't say that. I did. There was a lot of watching, <laughs> a lot of questions. And going back oh, to the to the substance abuse thing, I mean, it, knowing Mr. Mike Hartman, I used to make fun of Mike for having gout all the time. <laughs> About three, four years ago. <laughs> The good Lord blessed me with gout at Christmas. And the worst thing you can do when you have gout is drink. I bet I haven't drank a case of beer in two years. Good. That's awesome. It, I actually started bowling again about a year ago, which I did when I was youth, before I started working as a wash boy. But did you win tonight? You just came from bowling league tonight. Actually, did you win actually, there? Actually, uh, our team won, yeah, yeah. Me and my dog. Got a boy. You got a you got a bowl you got a bowler's build, Gordy. I can just see you. I bet you got form like there's no tomorrow. I average about two oh eight after tonight, I think, or two ten, so I can't even yeah. break three digits whenever I bowl. Sorry. <laughs> uh I did have an opportunity to watch a lot of good people, Mr. Jake Shad, God rest his soul. Uh, mm-hmm. and Barry Nowatsky and Bobby and Kenny being one as Kenny was one of the first guys I saw in the Angus thing when I got involved and you know guys my age we don't never hear or I don't me personally I don't hear you know the younger guys like Jim and Gordy you know like you saying that watching me I mean that means a lot thanks for calling thanks for calling me young Kenny <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't 
you know, I, I don't hear that much. And, you know, that goes like me. I mean, I, I had some of the greatest, and, and Matt, you've had a lot of them on your podcast. I've, I had some of the greatest there is, you know, that I watched and grew up with. And they kind of mentored yeah. me. And, you know, it just kind of got to go, go from there. And I, so, uh, Jason <laughs> Colehouse is kind of my behind-the-scenes uh co-executive producer with old Kevin Mears from Ohio. He wants me to start asking people like you that are people that people look up to who you looked up to whenever you were growing up. So when I started, um, I, I, I grew up in town. My parents didn't know anything about a cow. I didn't know anything about a cow, but I lived a block from the county fairgrounds, so I'd go to the county fair and hang out with the cow barn all day. And I got to be good friends with the Kegley family. Matt, you know them real well. Just um, was there a week or two ago. Yeah, uh, and they they work. Bobby worked real close with Kurt and Kevin. Well, anyways, that's where I got my start. I I got my calves from Bobby, and and with the help of Kegley's, I kept my calves there. I learned a lot from Bob, and I spent a lot of time at Bob's place. And at that time, you know, that's when you know Hoopy and uh, Bobby Maddox and you know guys like that were doing a lot of stuff with Bobby. So, you know, I got to know I got to know Mark real well, got to know Bobby real well, still I'm good friends with them guys and you know, I just watch, you know, and I'd I'd never say anything, I'd do a lot of listening and no talking. And then once I got through, you know, my showing career, I the first job I ever had first actual full time job I had was at Straight Creek Farms in Fort Payne, Alabama, a limousine place. And Alan Petzold, Clint Petzold's dad, was manager. And That's Jeff a name Thomas I ain't heard in a long time. Alan Petzold. Yeah, oh, yeah, go. Look at that motion. <laughs> Alan managed that place, him and Mary. And and Jeff Boddicker run the show barn for quite a while. But I was 27 years old, but I was a punk. You know, I didn't know. I still didn't know anything. I'm not saying I know a whole lot now, but I tried to just absorb everything I could. Okay. Don't don't try don't try and get excited about being the best there is when you're twenty some years old. It'll come if you love it and you listen. You, you'll get it. You, you'll get it. If I can make a living doing this, anybody can. I promise. <laughs> Nowadays, there are the, some of these kids are phenomenally good at doing great. Yep. One one thing and one thing only. I can't think of anybody right now that I could say. You can turn loose and do it all, you know. I got I got one person in mind. He's not a kid anymore, but actually, you'll appreciate this, Matt. He he grew up showing heifers for you, not that far east of Des Moines from you. You probably know who I'm talking about. C.W. Charlie. Yeah, C.W. Charlie Wilson. Yes. I mean, there was a time whenever Charlie Wilson would look at me and say, "Are you done flipping on my heifer yet?" And that's just kind of weird because now. Now, 13 years later, I'd be tickled pink if I could get Charlie to come help me on my bulls for Denver, and I'd just be like, let me know when you're done, Charlie. So that that yeah. is the circle of life. <laughs> That's right. It is, you're right. Everything comes 360. Mm-hmm. And answering Matt's previous question about who I looked up to, the first time I went to Ohio AGR, I was in 1999, and actually, Mr. Clayton Fry was showing a brockle face full throttle they called Superman. And Bill Cody was there. And that thing was mean. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But them guys well, it was had like, <laughs> <laughs> both, I think. But <laughs> they they had their own uh, era about them coming, you know, that a Texas era. But with that being said, some people I looked up to in that era was Bobby and Barry. And them guys had their own Indiana, Michigan City style, you know, going on. And it was different than, like, what Bill and them guys would bring up from the South. And there's still a little bit of mix and match there, I think, across the U.S. as far as styles. or they, They've meshed some, but those were some of the guys I looked up to. And Jake Shad, who was like my brother for quite a few years, taught me as much as anybody. But he mold, he tried to mold us off of what Barry and Bobby were doing because, it, to be honest, when them guys came to a show in the late 90s, early 2000s, everybody was fighting for second. And them guys would just right. simply outdress everybody else. They would, they would blanket everybody as far as getting 15, 20 of them ready at a steer show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the cattle, you know, this day and age, I think the cattle have gotten so good. Back then, you know, back when I was, you know, late 20s, early 30s, I mean, the cattle weren't that good. They just, as a whole, just, I mean, they were good cattle for then, but compared to now, they just, as a whole, weren't that good. I mean, it was hard to make them that good. You had to, you had to dress it into them. Agreed. And there wasn't, there wasn't nearly as much hair to dress. (laughs) I was helping Life SD, me and Adam Graven were helping Life SD one year in Houston with his brandish. And that's one this one name I was gonna mention before you go any further was that guy he can he as far as across all breeds, that guy's one of the best. Especially with big yeah. shears. As far as getting them ready in a string. Adam Graven, shout out to him. Uh, you know, if I had you know, forty of them ready of any breed, I would hire Adam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, this is what I guess this is what I'm saying is, you know, the kids nowadays don't want to reach out there and do something different. They wanna kinda of do the same thing but me and Adam, we were helping life and we were getting these brangus ready, and we were in a corner. And it was dark. It was the old barn. It was dark. We couldn't see. And me and Adam were looked at each other and were like, I can't see what I'm doing. You know, I mean, this is quite impossible. <laughs> and Adam goes, hey, it wasn't I have the light, Daddy. It wasn't, it wasn't the light. Well, well, maybe not. <laughs> Adam goes, hey, I got an idea. And I said, what's that? He said, do you think if I go and get a can of white touch-up and we spray on their legs, we can see it better. I said, yeah, probably will. I said, we can try it. It ain't going to make it worse. But that is where the putting white touch-up on their legs started. Adam Gravens was Great the first story. one to come up with that. And then that same year, Dan May sent me that he wanted me to go to Iowa when the Angus Junior National, it was in Iowa that year, to help Quentin Smith. And I didn't know Quentin at the time. I ended up getting a big heifer ready for Matt Clay's. So I thought, you know, this would be cool. She had pretty good hair, so I got the white touch-up out, and I put it on her legs and a little bit on her tail head. And, I mean, there was a crowd of people around there like crazy. I mean, it was unbelievable how many people were there thinking I'd done lost my mind painting this black one white. <laughs> and, I mean, it pretty much it, it went on from there. I mean, it just snowballed. So what you're saying, Kenny, is we got we got Adam to blame for not painting these things now because we used to have to buy ten cases of black to cover up a few cases of white. 
guess to my knowledge, the first one to do it was me and Louisville. Uh, I put brown touch up over the white because everybody was complaining. At that time, everybody had done did the white thing. The white thing was pretty common then. And I thought, you know, those pictures, it looked great. So I just, would. Started, I just started squirting a little brown on there to try and make the black cover better. And then next thing you know, people were putting a case of white on and a case of brown on and then two cases of black on. And it just finally, it just got out of hand there for a while. <laughs> I got me one Andrew Lang story. Can I tell it, or do we need to keep it off the airwaves? The hell, you can tell it, I guess. Andrew Lang is one of the greatest humans I've ever met in my life. I was probably a little bit more rambunctious in my younger age. The one spring he was working as an intern. I think, as the story goes... He might have got caught in a hailstorm one day. I think he might have run out of gas the next day. And I think the third day he might have put ethanol into a diesel car. It was a bad three-day stretch. Oh. 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 Yeah. No shame there, Andrew. This is like 13 or 14 years ago, Andrew, and I'm so glad that you and me are still buddies. But I'm pretty sure that's the way it went, to my memory. That felt like that if it didn't. It was a rough, uh, rough, rough week. Here's my question to you, industry legends. I think you're industry legends, all of you. So tell me the greatest female that you've owned or worked on in your careers. I'll start that. Uh, that Monopoly female I own that raised those two steers in Iowa, uh, she, didn't show, she didn't show the best but has produced – well over a quarter million dollars for me and my partner, and uh, has been I've been proud to own her and raise those cattle. Angus females. And this is a cow. And Angus. this is a cow that raised the uh, raised the two I believe that was reserve at State Fair. Is yeah, that, right? that that's correct. Uh, Monopoly Friction Grismeyer. But uh, going back to the Angus part of it, Kenny, you'll know this one. Uh, Champion Hill Lady 2185 was probably one of the best Angus females I've ever been around and was the only two-time show heifer of the year until just recently David Smith had a two-time show heifer of the year from Kyle Conley, Angus. But uh, that one there, Fox Cross, when Tim and Andrea managed that place, that was one of the first Angus females I'd ever fit in my life, and she won Louisville back-to-back. That one was, in my opinion, one of the best ones that ever walked the earth, but... That's my take on that. Uh, well, I guess I can follow um, up there. Um, I would say probably the greatest one we've had has been that style 419 we got from Meadow Lake. That's 24 carats, Mom! Sorry, Sorry guys. <laughs> I know. Sorry. <laughs> hey, hey, Kenny, is there any irony in the fact that two of the best Angus females that have ever lived and produced anything, their numbers were 419? I know. How about that? And one. How about that? Talking talking about that Georgina four nineteen thing. I don't know. If, I don't know how many people know L-L- this. LLC LLC Georgina four nineteen was actually raised by. She was bred. Oh, this is a good story. This is a good story. She was bred by a good friend of mine up in Wisconsin, and everybody will know the name. Well, they might not know him, but they'll know his brother for sure. Mr. Jim Ward is the one that bred that heifer. He bought her mother and grandmother as a pair 
from Lyons, Angus, in Kansas. That is where 419 originated in Palmyra, Wisconsin, not in Dilopolis, Ohio. Right. <laughs> Champion, Champion Hill would have bought that. And I, and I, and I, and I, uh, yeah, to my recollection, Paul bought her from them, correct, Kenny? Yeah, yep, yep. Because last night you were talking about the Georgine Mission stuff, so. Yeah. It's just ironic. I think them two, them two cows have got the same, the same number behind them. It's, it's, it's I just thought that was fairly ironic. That is, that is. I mean, I, I guess I, I was not planning on, on having the 419 conversation that aired on last night's show. And I mean, I have that personal interaction with AJ Rogers and I talked to AJ on the phone today for 10 minutes and AJ has guaranteed me that he will come on to my show if I'm able to get Josh Greiner to come on with him. And Josh is about <laughs> as good as Josh. Is, Josh is about as good at social media as maybe Gordy is on kind of your worst years, Gordy. So I don't think that I can get Grinder on here, but if I can, that'd be great. Give me Grinder's number. I'll prod him a little bit. Five one, Josh Grinder, Boone, Iowa, 515-460-3398. Well, Matt, the, yeah, call me one, one, last, one last thing to answer your question that I'm going to throw out there is the heifer they call Harley. That would be the greatest one that I ever worked. No, that's the Hereford heifer that John Tucker's. Oh, um, great, great female there. Probably the best Hereford heifer ever to show, by far. Andrew Lane, yeah. Give this million-person audience your phone number in case they want to buy some eggs out of your uh, style, proven queen 419 cow. That's also the mother to 24 carat. It's eight one two five eight four three nine six six. And Jimmy Young, I know that why I told you this was going to take ten minutes or less. Are you awake or are you putting your kid to bed? No, I've already got him to bed. <laughs> Quick question for Andrew Lang. Yeah. And your, and your heifer. Um, did you ever consider doing her to no limit or express? Uh, we just got too far along bread there and had to shut her down. Gordy, if you haven't uh, <laughs> had a chance yet, listen to last night's episode. You'll hear a pretty wild story about no limit. Yeah, I listened to it tonight. Let it be a surprise, Gordy. You guys hey, talk uh, about putting the cart before the horse. <laughs> yeah, I did. You had the, you had the horse and the cart all mixed up. <laughs> I was a, I was a sneeze. I think the way that that story goes in that episode is I was a sneeze and a banana peel away from owning that bull. That's right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, don't tell him the rest of it because that's the best part. Absolutely. Wow. I'll give you a hint. I was, four I was in four Denver pages. that year, Matt. See, well, you, you, were, you were four years too late in Denver getting a hold of me. I was in Denver that year. I'm just rubbing salt yeah. in the wound now a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes it's better for a dummy like me to come in after it's proven than to get in there on the ground floor. There you go. Hey, Matt, so. let me add this on that, uh, that proven... Queen 419. There you go. Let's hear some rebuttal. I want to hear some rebuttal. Those girls, those girls, those girls last night acted like Georgina was the woman. I'm going to settle this just just because I'm older. There's not even a question, not even a question, not even close, that Georgina, I mean, 
419 was better. I'd second that Four nine. Second that. Oh, you heard that, A.J. Rogers. You hear that, A.J. Rogers? <laughs> and that's not that's not putting the other cab down, but just, just no. Oh, we're talking. I, I had this conversation with no, Burke Holby earlier today. This is like comparing <laughs> Michael Jordan to LeBron James. They're different eras. It's actually an it's honor for these two cows. It's it's an it honor is, for these two cows to be considered the best of their decade. They're two great cows. Just one has been around, this, you know, longer. That other one could very well surpass her. The progeny of the first one. You can say that that cow's been around for a quarter century and still producing stuff on down the line. Is is my yeah, yeah. is my take on that? You're still seeing them. I mean, you know, exactly. you open an Angus, a good Angus pedigree, and you're going to find it somewhere. I mean, absolutely. You know, and that that's nothing against that. You know, the four nineteen. I mean, that that's a good cow, and no, when I she's think, got the, I, when she's got the years under her belt. You're gonna be so we'll be saying the same thing about her. There's no doubt. All I was gonna say about the Proving Queen is I never got to work on her, but I watched my brother work on her one time. And he went over and he did her top and her belly and then he came back and he said, Damn, that was easy. She's just that good. The first one never got <laughs> showed. Just far as, as as far as that goes, so nobody ever got to dress her. Yeah, yeah. she yep. never got showed, did she, Kenny? Well, she, yeah, uh, when I was helping Jim, we had her at the Wisconsin State Fair that one year when she was younger, but she wasn't much to look at. Right. She probably, she probably, she probably don't need, she never did need to get really go to time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All I know is about that one right there, that one that came from Lyons. Every one of her Sagahatchee daughters out of that cow right there was a raging mm-hmm. bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a head bob. I shouldn't say raging bitch, but every one of them bobbed their head when he's clipping their back. Mm-hmm. And I saw Jason Andrews put about 18 divots in one's back before a sale that brought 160000 <laughs> for half for half interest. <laughs> because they were head throwing. Oh, man, they would aggravate the hell out of you. Woo, wee. Jim Young, you available for uh, freelance clipping? You want to throw your number out there? <laughs> All right, Legends of the Business Roundtable. I appreciate you boys, and we'll be in touch, okay? Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, guys. Have a good evening. Yep.